Welcome, welcome to Illuminate with Lizzie. I'm your host, Lizzie Q, and I'm a life coach, health and wellness geek, and a spiritual being navigating this 3D world just like you. Here we discuss things from spirituality to health and wellness, manifestation, and so much more. I'm here to help you on your spiritual journey so that you can create the best life for yourself as the highest version of yourself. It all starts from within. My intention is to bring illumination to those who seek it. So if you're listening to this, I can assure you that you're right where you're supposed to be. This podcast will help you shine your beautiful light for the world and have that light reflected right back at you. Thanks for being here and let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Before we get started, I just wanted to say welcome or welcome back to my podcast. I am super excited for whoever is tuning in because I can promise you that this episode is filled with so much goodness. I'm interviewing Tess Palma Martinez from Completely Golden, and she is an absolute gem. You'll get to hear how we actually got to connecting in this episode, which really highlights the magic of listening to your intuition. You'll also hear how Tess got to where she is today, doing what she loves today just by being and choosing to be her most authentic self. We talk about what being your most authentic self even means, how to distinguish your intuition from your ego, and how to really surrender to the flow of life. Tess also shares how trusting her intuition has helped guide her in her health journey, where she was actually vegan for eight years and then transitioned to eating meat again after hitting a rock bottom with her health. We also discuss how you can still be a high vibrational being regardless of whether or not you eat meat. And that's not even all that we cover. So again, I am super excited for you all to listen. And without further ado, let's begin. Well, hello, Tess. Welcome to the Illuminate with Lizzie podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. Hi, Lizzie. I am so excited to be here as well. Yay. Well, you're actually, you already know this, but you're my first guest on my podcast. So I thought that it would be fun to kick things off with a little icebreaker question. Ooh, cool. Let's do it. Okay. What do you think it means to illuminate from within and also when do you feel like you illuminate from within Mm. Uh, illumination from within is this like feeling of connecting with my true unique soul essence Mm -hmm. and that kind of radiates outward I'm picturing like an auric field that is just full of light and love. And Mm -hmm. I feel that most in my life when I am connecting with my highest self and my intuition. I love that. I love that. Um, That's absolutely beautiful. And I also agree when I'm connecting with my higher self and my intuition is when I feel that love and light just radiating from me. Yeah. For um, listeners that don't know you yet, could you give a little background of what you do and who you are, kind of like your spiel? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, my name is Tess Palma Martinez. I, I am in an, a unique position because I was most recently a private chef for A-list celebrities in Los Angeles. And after a pretty big 
health rock bottom, I transitioned out of working in food and fully dove into working with my intuition and helping others to align with their authenticity, connect with that intuitive power, and then ultimately call in the manifestations that they're working with. Mm -hmm. So with my background in nutrition and food, I also developed this program, Nutrition Intuition, Mm -hmm. and that is a way for people to create a unique diet that is brought forward from their subconscious. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I actually got to work with, worked with you on that and you helped me tremendously on trusting my intuition more, especially because I was at a place in my life where I was like, I don't know what to do with nutrition right now. Nothing seems to be working for me. Um, everything that I thought that I was doing was, you know, still not making me feel great. Um, and so I, found you on Instagram. Um, and I was just, my intuition was telling me just message her. She seems like someone that you should connect with. And yeah, when you reached back out, I was like, wow, this is absolutely aligned. <laughs> so it felt right. And here we are today. <laughs> yeah. It was aligned on my end as well, because I had just launched that offering yeah. and mm-hmm. you were the first person to reach out unknowingly, yeah. but fit the description of who I would need to work with and just your inquiry of I'm living this vegan lifestyle or mostly Mm -hmm. vegan plant Mm -hmm. forward Mm -hmm. and I don't feel good and Mm so what like can you help me Mm -hmm. and that is exactly what I want to help people with it's that those like the food industry, wellness industry kind of promises that if you eat this way, you're going to feel optimal. If you take this supplement, you're going to cure yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But really that is giving our innate power away to somebody else Mm -hmm. and just blindly trusting. Um, There's so much even going into the food that you're eating or that supplement that you're taking that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. And without doing that due diligence and learning about all the different ingredients, you don't know what is affecting you. Um, So taking your power back is really important. Yeah, absolutely. And thinking that, you know, you have to subscribe to a certain way of eating to feel good was something that I feel like I, I was doing, um, maybe unconsciously and also consciously, but it would be back and forth. I'd be like, okay, I'm trusting my intuition on this, but I feel like, you know, being able to really understand what your body is telling you instead of listening to that outside noise is hard to distinguish sometimes, especially with that programming. So I think it's really awesome that this is what you're doing. And I would love to hear how, your intuition has guided you to where you are today and how listening to that more has allowed you to step into what your calling is and be able to honor that. That is a question that brings me back to the, my first breath. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. My intuition has been very strong with me my whole life. And mm-hmm. I also have gone through many phases and taken different paths that ha- I have separated from my intuition. I really didn't understand it. I didn't have anybody in my life that nurtured that for me. 
Mm-hmm. When I was small, I would have premonition dreams a lot where mm-hmm. I would have a dream. I would wake up and then that day that exact same thing would happen. And I would, I have a memory of talking to my aunt and she just was not believing me. She thought it was like a cute story that I was making up. Yeah. And as that little self, and I'm trying to share this thing and maybe even find guidance as to what, why do I do this? And having somebody not believe you that that's going to make you question your own abilities as well. Absolutely. I grew up and that power has stayed with me. And I actually, I think I was 13 and I was on vacation and my aunt was there with us. And I came out in the morning and I was like, wow, I had this crazy dream. And I started to tell her and her face just like dropped. And I was like, what, what's happened? What's going on? And she was like, you used to tell me dreams like this when you were little. And Mm -hmm. I thought that you were making them up, but you like still are, are doing that. And I was like, well, yeah. And so that kind of like helped to rebridge that fracture that had happened when I was Mm -hmm. younger. When she Um, told you that, mm -hmm. did you remember what, like as a kid, you're like, okay. Okay. Yes. And I didn't remember that until that moment when she mm-hmm. was like, oh my gosh, I used to think you were yeah. lying. Yeah. Um, oh, I just got chills. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. All the, our age from zero to seven is we are the most imprintable. And so we're picking up what life means through what we see, what we're learning from our parents, kids in school, what we see on TV, mm-hmm. our neighborhood society, and we're shaping ourselves to essentially stay alive and be the most acceptable within that situation. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's situation is going to be different depending on so many different factors. And that's why we all have our own unique personalities and we may respond to things differently than somebody else. And getting to a point, reconnecting with your authenticity, which mm-hmm. is that unique expression of your soul Mm -hmm. that is untouched by all of this programming. Mm -hmm. So what I do with in my work is help people to connect back to that authentic self, Mm -hmm. because you start to see all of these things. You start to remember, oh yeah, I have this gift and I've been told so many times in my life that, that I've been making it up. And so working to remove that and then bring that piece back into yourself Mm -hmm. and that helps you become a more open channel to receive intuition and intuition is that compass on your life path. It's the inner voice. It's that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also believe that it shows up as synchronicities or signs. Mm -hmm. And when we are receptive, when we're open, then they show up more. It's like a, it's kind of like a circle. It's a, when we are open, they show up. And when Mm -hmm. they show up, we open. Yes, absolutely. We have to be in a place of receiving when we're closed off that those synchronicities are not going to come to us. We're not going to feel them at all. So, yeah. And then through my life, I've, people have told me that I really take risks Mm -hmm. that I very, I'm like well adapted to risk taking And to me, it's just that I am following my intuition. Mm -hmm. I've gotten so comfortable with that trust in my intuition that Mm -hmm. uh, opening a plant store 
yeah, was a huge risk becoming a small business owner with a brick and mortar, mm -hmm. figuring out how to do that to a lot of people. That was a big risk mm -hmm. for me. It was just something that I had to do because my intuition told me. Yeah. And the same with driving across the country, leaving New York, leaving that store, mm -hmm. coming to LA to be a chef. Mm -hmm. That was a huge risk. I left all of my belongings and I just set out into the unknown of like, I have no idea what's going to mm -hmm. happen, but my intuition told me that was the only option. Yeah. How do you feel like you were able to distinguish or were you even able to distinguish your ego from your intuition while making those choices? Because I think sometimes people can consciously know what their intuition is telling them. And sometimes it's just like unaware that it's their intuition. They're like, this is just like a huge gut feeling. So what do you think has, has helped you distinguish between the two? It's been a practice and it's kind of like fine tuning a dial on a radio station mm -hmm. and that authentic piece that's like in my process, it begins with authenticity and the more authentic you are, the more clear that channel is going to become mm -hmm. because we do have the ego and the ego, everyone has an ego. It's vital to life. It mm -hmm. is what keeps us safe. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. We would just walk into the middle of the street if we didn't have an <laughs> ego. And it also is all of those programmings that I talked about when in childhood. So when we can peel back those layers and look at the layer and say, okay, well, I tend to have this people-pleasing tendency because I felt really left out when I was little and that led to rejection. So now I, I try to make sure that everybody feels good about me. Mm -hmm. and I am indispensable, mm -hmm. we then develop compulsions. And compulsions are actions that we take or thoughts that come through in our mind to do something that is more in alignment with that false personality yeah. rather than your intuition. And so while it may feel very strong and clear in your mind to oh, I need to reach out to this person to make sure that they're okay because I feel like I said something wrong earlier. Mm -hmm. That's a compulsion. That is your ego, that false personality that's trying to keep everything safe, keep everything the way right. that you think you're going to continue to survive. That's what it comes down to at the root. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So separating that the more we investigate those things and we can let them go and we do the deeper healing, the more clear the intuition comes. And intuition is always in the positive. Mm -hmm. It's never fear. It's yeah. never past. Mm -hmm. It's never future. And it never starts with I. It's usually, it's either in the third person or it's just a statement. So an amazing example, and I was just talking about this with my mom, yeah, she, she uh, collects metal. Mm -hmm. She loves going on walks and finding little pieces of metal. And then she makes beautiful sculptures out of them. Mm -hmm. She had this one bucket that she had been collecting little pieces of scrap metal for probably seven years. And it had just gotten to the full point. And this was on the front porch and it had lived there for years. She never thought about it. Mm -hmm. One day, she was leaving to go for a walk and she got an intuitive prompt of move the metal bucket into the house. Okay. 
And she stopped and then her ego came up and was like, oh, but it's there every day. It doesn't matter. I don't want to go back into the house, get my keys out, open the door, move the thing in. I just want to go for my walk. So she didn't. And she went for the walk and she came back and someone had stolen the bucket. Oh, wow. Wow. That is a great example. Yes. Yeah. Especially because you just can't explain the feeling and like your ego is just like, oh, you don't need to do that, but Mm -hmm. you got the feeling anyway. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And it didn't come through as someone's going to steal the bucket. You should move it inside. Right. That's fear. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, oh, I need to put this bucket somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It was just a clear statement of move the bucket. Yeah. It started off as it's just, it was just a gentle nudge. And I feel like, you know, throughout my life, I've also had gentle nudges as well. And there have been some that I have ignored. And when they're super important, when your intuition is really trying to speak to you, that gentle nudge may start to become more and more strong. And it it may just be screaming at you one day. Um, Has that ever happened to you where you have ignored? Oh my gosh. It's been like, all right, I got to do this now. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. There's, I think every person in their life, one, there's like the first step of not listening to the intuition and then Mm -hmm. something happens and you're like, oh, if I yeah. just listen to that, then this exactly. wouldn't be happening. Right. You it could be as simple of like move that glass off the corner of the table because yeah. then 10 seconds later it's going to smash. Mm-hmm. Also, if we continue to override those those prompts, eventually we're going to crash. The rug mm-hmm. is going to be pulled out from under us. Mm-hmm. It's that rock bottom feeling. And it's because those little those whispers, the calm voices, the suggestions Mm -hmm. then start to scream. And you are now so far off of your path that everything gets ripped out from underneath you in Mm -hmm. effort to wake you up so that you remember and remember to connect back to your authentic self and why you're here, which is such a huge question for so many people, that idea of like, what's my purpose? Mm -hmm. Your purpose is to connect to your authenticity. Yes, absolutely. It's to follow those inner nudges, especially because when we don't, like you said, we stray away from it. And then life just is not, it doesn't feel good. Something feels off. And that's something that was happening to me a lot, especially to um, many of my listeners that I've heard my spiritual awakening story and just how that came about, started screaming at me. Um, when I wasn't listening to my intuition. And finally, when I had no choice but to listen, that's when I was open to receiving the signs and the guidance that I was really looking for. So I absolutely agree. Yeah, it's a powerful gift. And being so connected to it also doesn't mean that difficult things won't happen. Mm -hmm. I had somebody I was sharing on Instagram that I got some tough health news. And then the next day, somebody broke in my car and stole my wallet Mm -hmm. and made a bunch of charges. And somebody on Instagram replied saying, well, you're into manifestation. And, but now you're sharing about like how you have health issues and people are stealing from you. Like, how are you manifesting or how can you call yourself a manifestation mentor if that's happening? Mm -hmm. 
those things are not mutually exclusive. Not at all. Life is happening. Mm -hmm. Life, hopefully you're going to live upwards of 80 years. Think of all the different things that are going to happen from random accidents to your loved one passes to a health scare to, I mean, there's so many infinite things that will occur different for different people. It's how we respond to them. Yes. I was just going to say that. I was going to say how we (laughs) respond to whatever happens to us. Um, We're co-creating with the universe. And that doesn't mean we're not going to be experiencing things that happen in this 3D realm. Yes. And everything is in effort to bring us back to that authentic path. So receiving this health news for me was really scary. And I'm so grateful to know because I've not known and now I can move forward and take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that is bringing me back. It's kind of like being steered or like, um, like a sheep or cattle being herded. Yeah. Yeah. To go back to that authentic self. And I do feel like we, I absolutely feel like we experience certain things, even if they may seem negative for a reason. And sometimes the struggles that we go through, we are able to help others that are on that same journey as well, especially when we're able to navigate it. I think it helps bring that to light for others as well. Absolutely. I've been really thinking about this idea of the wound and the medicine Mm -hmm. and how they're actually the same thing. Yeah. So the wound that you may be experiencing, it could be a past trauma or, um, or even just like a physical wound. If we imagine a physical wound, the medicine for that is to, it's always going to be what that same root is. And so if we feel rejected, the medicine to that is connection Mm. and we need to have that within ourselves. Mm -hmm. If we have a wound on our hand that it's on our hand. Mm-hmm. We can't expect to hand that wound off to somebody else to heal it for us. Yeah. And we also can't keep picking it open. We have to connect and give ourselves that time and generosity. Really, it's that self. That's what self-love is, is allowing yeah. ourselves to heal. Yes, absolutely. The most important relationship is the one that we have with ourselves. And I feel like so much of the time, People are looking externally for, for answers or for that happiness or for that to bring something external to bring them joy when truly it's, it's cultivated from within. And, you know, that's something that I really had to work on as well as being able to find that light from within, because if you can't feel that love from within you, you're not going to be able to receive it in the way that you want to be able to receive it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a book, The Untethered Soul, mm-hmm. that uh, we just read in our in the Completely Golden book club. I love that book. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it is so amazing. I also love that book. Yeah. And he was describing that exact thing, that when we come to someone else, let's say we're calling in a partnership or we have a partnership and we're wanting right. that mm-hmm. connection, we have to be a hundred percent. And then that other person has to be 100%. -hmm. And then we come together and we can just appreciate the other person 
-hmm. we're not needing we're not filling anything that's we feel is lacking with that other person because if you well I think what most people think is I'm 50% they're 50% we come together and then we make 100 Mm -hmm. but really that in my opinion is more of a trauma bond situation yeah you're connecting and latching on to each other in effort to heal the wounds that we have Mm -hmm. but you're constantly so triggered and you're stuck in this loop that you can't actually see it and then you can't heal it if you don't know what needs healing Yeah. yeah that's something that I was definitely attracting people into my life in my past where it was kind of just a distraction for me to not look at what I still needed healing. And, you know, I can really see all the patterns now, especially because I personally wasn't emotionally available. I was attracting that same reflection into my life, just people, partners that weren't emotionally available and then questioning why they were in my life. So now looking back on it, I understand it completely. We are all whole and complete on our own. And we need to be able to really understand that on a deep level and feel that to attract that um, same partnership in. So yeah, absolutely. What are some lessons that you feel like have really allowed you to just drop into your intuition a lot more? And instead of just ignoring ignoring those gentle nudges, is there like a specific point in your life where you're like, this is just making it very clear that if I ignore my intuition anymore, then I'm just not going to feel good. Mm -hmm. Definitely within the last year, I have really honed my intuitive powers. Mm -hmm. And this is even when I was still working as a private chef. My ability to read patterns and Mm -hmm. just see what is unfolding in front of me, I've come to realize as a gift. And I, so at the end of me working as a chef, I started to see that my clients were just changing. They weren't making eye contact with me anymore. There was not a lot of feedback about the food that I was giving, whereas before every meal, oh, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. And there was a lot of generosity Mm-hmm. It was almost like I, f- I felt them pulling away, mm-hmm. which triggered me because I have a, a childhood history of abandonment. But because I have done a lot of work to heal that, I was able to just use that observer mind. And right. that's, the, that's the piece that I want to focus on as a tool to help with intuition mm-hmm. is the observer mind, being able to separate yourself and look at a situation objectively, Mm -hmm. not take it personally, not internalize it, not be predictive about what this means. We do, I do have this gift. Other people have this gift as well. I was able to observe it and read the pattern that was about to unfold, but I wasn't projecting out onto it. Mm -hmm. So they started to recede And they were going on a vacation for three weeks and decided not to take me with them. That was like the breaking point. And I knew that I was like, okay, they're going to go on their vacation and that's going to be it. Mm -hmm. And all the way until two days before they were coming back, there was still communication with their house manager that like, oh, this is the schedule. This is a dinner party we're having. These are the whatever we want. But I knew that it wasn't actually going to happen. It wasn't going to come to fruition. Just had a feeling. Yes. That intuition, that voice 
but it really was more of a feeling. It was like a full body knowing, and that mm-hmm. is claircognizance, just mm-hmm. a knowing without any actual evidence. Right, right. And the day before they get there, I get a phone call that they won't be moving forward with my services. I was receiving the call and I just was smiling. Mm-hmm. It it sucked. I was losing my job. I yeah. didn't now didn't have any income. And I felt so proud of myself because through that observer mindset, through just allowing things, accepting the acceptance is a big part too. Mm-hmm. allowing it and accepting it to unfold however it's going to unfold and mm-hmm. trusting that I am it's always in my best interest I am taken care of I lost that job two days later I woke up and had to go to the emergency room because I had a ruptured cyst on my mm-hmm. ovary because I had just lost my job I qualified for emergency Medicaid oh wow and I didn't have to pay for any of that medical experience. Wow. So when I saw that, it was like, oh, that's why there's always a reason why. And it sometimes doesn't happen that fast. That was a very fast turnover for me. Mm-hmm. But if I think about how long that cyst had been brewing, it could, it probably was for months. And I had no idea that that even existed. Yeah. yeah. And the timing of it was so smooth that even though I now didn't have a job, and I was at home recovering from an experience that's more painful than childbirth. Yeah, I also had peace and love and gratitude because I was so taken care of. And so Mm -hmm. that there are a lot of different tools in there to connecting, but that observer mind, the acceptance and allowance of life to unfold and trust is so big that believing everything is always in your favor. Yes, it absolutely is. And I think that you were so happy because of that, you already knew you had that inner knowing. And when you're able to surrender more and more, it's just, there's a sense of peace that comes with that. What would your advice be to someone that wouldn't exactly, or struggles with surrendering to someone that has a fear to surrender because of the unknown? You have to begin with why, why Mm -hmm. you have a tendency to control. What Mm -hmm. is it that you fear if you are not in control of this situation? What is your fear that is going to happen? Mm -hmm. And then where did that start? So there's so much work. Manifestation is like so huge right now that everybody is like, there's a hashtag manifestation tips or hacks or like, It's everywhere right now. It's everywhere. (laughs) You have to heal. That is the first step. You have to heal. Mm -hmm. And a great tool where I started this whole journey is to be magnetic. Yeah. I know you also know Mm -hmm. that is a great place to start to investigate all of that and set that foundation. And once you start healing, that's when you can really connect with your authentic self. And it'll be easier to let go. You'll start to see yourself grasping, holding on, on controlling, mm-hmm. and then be able to, with your observer mind, say, oh, I'm doing that again. Right. And get, allowing yourself 
space through little mini practices. Maybe it's a, I'm a big proponent of the three minute meditation. Absolutely. Everyone should have three minutes in their day to sit down and quiet their mind. Quiet. Yes. And it could be journaling. It could be working with a therapist. It could be working with somebody like me, allowing yourself that space to fill. It's not to fill, but it's to reconnect. Yeah. To realize and get distance from that thing, that pattern, that compulsion, mm-hmm. that ego mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. And then practice. That's beautiful. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And meditation um, is something that has changed my life completely. I did not know the benefits of even practicing mindfulness when I started getting into it um, three, four years ago and being able to just incorporate into my daily routine. It's it's second nature now to, to be mindful about things. And yeah, it really has allowed me to have that observer mindset. And I think that has propelled me into my healing journey and being able to become such a, a strong manifester now. Um, I, I owe it all to that. And the unblocking, like you said, getting to the root of what it is that's not allowing you to surrender, what it is that's causing resistance is really important because I think sometimes we just want things quickly. We're just impatient people out here um, when you can really dive deep into how it all connects is actually when you can speed up the process and you speed up the, the healing journey and I'm not trying to say that we should be speeding up any healing journeys here, but being able to take it day by day and getting to the root of it, I would say is, is super important. And something that is coming up for me in relation to what we first started talking about with nutrition and nutrition intuition. So again, bringing it back to that authenticity, which really means connecting to the power that we have and being secure in that, trusting that we know what's best for us. And so Mm -hmm. when we give away that power, outsource that power, let's say to food and wellness industry promises to A big one is in the spiritual community, eating a vegan diet, Yeah, Yeah. having a plant-based lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And the idea that what they are saying is high vibrational Mm -hmm. could actually be hurting you. It could be causing a low vibration in your body Yeah, because it's not authentic to you. Yeah. And that is something that I was, I was struggling with for a long time. And also I was just looking for answers. I have been plant-based for almost two years now, mainly plant-based while incorporating some meat products, but I never really felt good about eating them because again, I think a lot of it was the spiritual community um, and saying like how, you know, we should be showing compassion to animals, which I completely agree But I was struggling to come to terms with possibly incorporating meat back into my diet because I didn't want to feel low vibrational, even though I already was from eating a plant-based diet. And um, yeah, I was asking the universe for guidance on this. And that's when I found your Instagram and how we got to talking. And I think I just really needed to hear from someone else that's also been through this journey of being, you said you were vegan for eight, nine years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And 
being able to understand that maybe that's not what's actually serving me anymore. Because if you're not feeling good from the inside, you can't show up for others as your best self, as your highest self. And our conversation really helped bring that to light for me. I think I just needed to hear someone else that I connected with saying that and being able to share their journey as well. Validation is a really big thing. And yes, I was vegan for eight years. I worked at a vegan restaurant. I was deep into the community, like to the point where I remember going to a music festival and I needed some food and I went up to an information booth and I was like, where can I get some food? And he was like, oh, there's a burger joint just right over there. Mm -hmm. And I was like hit with this like disgust and like, oh my God, people eat meat. And I, I was so full of judgment toward anyone who didn't eat like me. Yeah. And that is not, that's not a healthy place to live from. That's Mm -hmm. not authentic. Mm-hmm. There is no judgment when you are truly connected to your authenticity. Yeah. You understand that everyone is in a different place. And then I started dreaming about eating eggs. Yeah. And then I started mm-hmm. craving animal meat mm-hmm. and I was riddled with guilt. I mm-hmm. was like, I can't just for my health to kill another animal so that I can have a meal. Like that's so awful. And mm-hmm. how do I deserve that? Mm-hmm. To me now, looking back at that, that deservingness was a deeper issue that I didn't feel deserving of taking up space in the world in general. Mm-hmm. And so I was scapegoating that I was spiritually bypassing with that idea. Sure. Wow. But then I actually looked to nature and I started looking at the animal kingdom and most animals, insects, birds, eat other animals. Mm -hmm. And so I started watching videos of them eating other animals. Yeah. Which I'm sure was not easy. It, the animal kingdom is so ferocious. Yeah. So, I mean, we are saying the way that we treat animals so that we can eat meat is cruel, but if you actually look to nature like they have it way worse than Mm -hmm. what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And that is not to say that like the food system is not totally bonkers and needs a lot of restructuring. And we're in a lot of trouble in the world in general with a lot of systems, Mm -hmm. but don't use that as a reason to judge yourself, judge other people, keep yourself in a low vibration, Mm -hmm. bypass the reality that all of us are unique. We all need a specific, unique diet and allowing yourself and knowing that you are deserving of that so that you can show up as your biggest self and maybe be the one that changes the food industry system. Yeah. If we're all functioning at this low vibe, we can't be a change agent. We can't help the world do anything. Absolutely. And I think that's, I say this so much, but everybody's bodies are unique and different in their own ways. And, you know, whether that if you are someone that eats mainly plant-based and that feels good for you, then awesome. Yeah. Great. Doing that. But if you're, you're not feeling great. And the only reason that you may not want to try something else is because of what outside programming is feeding you then you're not trusting your intuition there. And that's, that's what I was doing for, 
for a bit, definitely. Um, so I'm really happy that that I really was able to just trust my intuition more and knowing that it's okay to do that, that I can honor my body by listening to it more. And that doesn't mean that I won't, that doesn't mean that I'm subscribing to a certain way of eating at all. It just means that I'm listening to what my body needs at this time and I'm giving it what it needs. Yes. And there's so much healing to be done just with our relationship to food in general. I, there are so many disordered eating patterns. I struggled with binge eating for most of my life. And through this like very patient process of healing my relationship to food and understanding that my intuition is telling me all that I need to know. I now don't have that pattern. I have healed that pattern for myself. Mm -hmm. That's not to say like, sometimes I get down and I just want some comfort food and that's okay, but I'm not swinging to the extreme that I did when I was binge eating. So mm -hmm reconnecting with your authenticity and your intuition is like a full circle, the full wheel of life. It's going to cover every single yeah, area in your life, absolutely. not just food, not just manifestation and spiritual practices, but your creativity and your relationships and your bank account and all the different areas that take up life. I absolutely agree. I can also relate to that because I was, I used to struggle with binge eating just a bunch of junk food, especially at times when I knew that I wasn't feeling great. Um, and it was to now looking back on it, I, I know that I was doing that because I was trying to fill a void and I thought I could fill that void through food, through distracting myself with um, quick dopamine hits from like all the junk food that I was eating and it never satisfied me. So yeah, being able to recognize that now has brought a lot of healing in my relationship with food. And I no longer do that because I, I know that I don't need to. And because I've done so much healing in that area as well. And for an example, for anyone who may be at the very, very, very beginning of this and mm -hmm. that healing still doesn't quite make sense. I can share an example for me. Uh, my dad left when I was four mm -hmm. and my mom struggled with alcoholism when I was, until I was nine, she's now in recovery and we have an amazing mm -hmm. relationship, but those formative years, I felt abandoned and I felt rejected. Mm -hmm. And as a young child needing safety, I would connect with my grandmother or my aunt. And their solution was to eat. Their solution was to go out to the local diner and let me get whatever I wanted, which consisted of ice cream sundaes, chocolate cake, donuts, all the different, anything that I wanted. And it mm -hmm. was pure intentioned on their part but they yeah. also needed to do their own healing. Mm -hmm. And so growing up and struggling with that binge eating, whenever I felt any of those emotions of neglect, abandonment, rejection, any of those, I don't feel safe, I would turn to food because mm -hmm. that's what I grew up doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, when this happens, when I don't feel safe, I can make it better with food. Mm -hmm. And it really 
that's the wound that needs to be healed. And the only way, in my opinion, to do that is to give yourself all of those things that you feel are lacking. Yes. Yes. And it's a process to do that for sure. And there's going to be times when you are triggered to maybe go back to your old ways of doing things. But when you're able to recognize that, you can make the conscious decision to not create that pattern again, not get back into that pattern. And that's what will really help you in your healing journey as well is to see where you may want to fall back into old habits, but then choosing not to do that to form new neural pathways as well. Mm -hmm. With the observer mindset. Yes. You have that distance and the observation. You can say, oh, this is when I would do X. And this time I'm going to do Y. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, this has been such a beautiful conversation. I feel like, yeah, I feel like listeners will hopefully get a lot out of this. And I'm really grateful to have talked to you for almost an hour now. I feel like I could talk to you forever, (laughs) but I do want to ask you, where can listeners connect with you if they aren't already connected with you? My business is completely golden. Mm -hmm. So you can find me at my website, completelygolden.com. I am on Instagram at completely golden. I have my podcast, completely golden, the podcast. (laughs) And there are um, lots of free resources. The podcast is a great resource. I have my blog. I Instagram, I am posting content all the time. She has great content, everyone. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, you can send me a DM or an email. I love connecting and yeah, thank you for having me. This is great. And it's so amazing how life will just rearrange itself to make sure that you connect with people that you're meant to connect with. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that is absolutely how we came into each other's lives. So I fully believe that. Thank you so much for being here, Tess. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye.